0: Boom, look at that. Having a nice beer. Are you, is that a non alcoholic beer? Or, <laughs> yeah, see, you, what, still... you, tell me about these. Like, why are you drinking these non alcoholic beers? Um,
1: I don't know. I just, I just, fucking, so I don't know. I'm not, it's, not, it's not like I'm drinking like 12. Like, no, no, I know that. Like, I don't know. Just every now and then, it's just nice to have one. But, like, I, I did my, I, this is still from the do you know what I mean? They'll bought them at the weekend. Oh, so right, I, only okay. had like, I only had like two, and then it's like. Don't really need it anymore, and then yeah, I need that steady steady nerve in it for the fucking West Ham game. <laughs> a West Ham tonight? <laughs> are they? No, uh, no, no, no. That was so, no. Some, I think that's the last time I had ones on Sunday. But mate, no, we West got West fucking smashing it at the moment. I tell and, you that, mate. If we get, if even if we get a point against Man City on Saturday, it'll be fucking. Fucking massive, but yeah, not the, not the way they're playing. Fuck, no. Yeah, yeah, no, fucking too much. Too much. <laughs> moving on, um,
0: moving on from football to fighting, then, Pete. Did you know, did you see what number, um, UFC Vegas this was? Mm.
1: No, so, why
0: what was it? So, this is obviously the card that we're just going to review very quickly before we preview this weekend's come in card. It was Blades, Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis, UFC Vegas 19, bruv.
1: Oh, oh! What you mean? Oh, so they, right? They started calling it that during the pandemic. So all these fight
0: nights that they're doing at the Apex Center, they're calling them like UFC Vegas, and this Mm. is like, I suppose, I suppose you could call them the lockdown shows. This is the nineteenth one they're doing, bro. It just shows like the the work rate and the organization of this company that they've been able to put together 19 cards as well as the pay-per-views as well as like the big cards that have been going like it's just insane what the UFC has done this year um do you feel well obviously maybe just from talking to people and stuff like that have you noticed that more people are getting into it obviously the UFC is growing but have you yourself in life noticed the UFC growing or is it only like online?
1: It's weird, like not people do. Sometimes people talk about it at work and stuff, but I'm not sure. But mostly, it's just they watch like the highlights and stuff. They'll, they'll hear there they'll an event and so on, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I saw that guy at the weekend and stuff." But like, yeah, I don't know. Really, I think he must have done at the beginning. It be, they must have been. They must have got like a shit ton of new fans as soon as they there was some sort of sport on, and then everyone loves watching a fight. So it's like. So, I mean, even people that probably didn't watch UFC before or, like, they'd heard about it. Maybe it was boxing fans or whatever, and it's like, oh, let's give this a watch. Yeah. But, yeah, fucking... Yeah, for them to actually do it... I did hear saying... I was... I, yeah, I started the Kevin Holland podcast with there with, like, Travis Luther, but um they were saying, just literally, just now I'm drive home, they were just saying that if you're on the undercard, it's shit because... You finish your fight, and they just get you out of there as quick as possible. You're not allowed to like hang around, and then you go back to your hotel. And the 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 UFC isn't shown on the TV in the hotel.
0: What the fuck?
1: So they have to watch it on their phones if they can. They probably they probably all got a fight pass and stuff. So they have to sit there watching it on their phones. And like Kevin Holland's like yeah, shit for the people lowered down. Do you know I mean, you you come in, you fight, and it's like quick, get out, like get out of the apex, get to your hotel, and then but it's not even on the TV. <laughs> you <Fuck know>? <laughs> Travis Luthor was like, we're all fans as well. Why don't there should be a big fucking common room that's socially yeah. distanced with Lobby. big screens and stuff. Joe They're like, all tested, fucking, so you
0: wouldn't even need to be socially yeah,
1: yeah, distanced. Yeah. They're all no, tested. That's, that's, that's
0: what they're talking about. It's like...
1: What, how Robin's strange like, that? I oh, know. He said they, they did say, they were like, Joe Rogan like like probably some, something to do with the lawyers. It's like, if they're liable or something does happen, then it's like, why was you letting all these people... Not only that, if, maybe if they'd done it in little separate rooms or there was a few tellies around, but can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine letting all the fighters go into one room watching fights afterwards, the amount of shit talking and probably yeah, thinking that would be mad. <laughs> uh, maybe that's not the best idea, but at least get them somewhere where
0: they can fucking yeah, see but... the fight. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. mad. That's mad. Um, obviously, we're, we're, we're watching more fights than the actual fighters, so that's fucking good. Um. Mm. We can we can get through the card quite quite quickly, Pete. Now, just looking at the card uh, and looking at what I was able to watch, the first two p- fights that are on the actual card, um I didn't actually get to see. So, which fight did you come in on on
1: this one? Can you remember? Yeah, I was I was the same. So I missed Spivak the first one, and then I missed the I missed the one after that. I'm not sure which which ones it started on, but we. uh yeah, I'm not too sure. Um,
0: I've got so Spivak was the first fight, he won by KO in the second round. Um, and then we had Eamon Zahabi, he won in the first round by uh, again, knockout TKO, um, and got a performance of the night bonus as well. Uh, so missed both of those. Um, so mm. we had Shana Dobson against Casey O'Neill, that, was, yeah, it, the that, first was one. it. that was it, yeah, yeah. Uh, UFC debut for Casey O'Neill, Dobson throwing some haymakers, but Casey pretty much controlled uh, the first round. And then again, Casey, it was just all all Casey, gets the full mount um, and gets a TKO stoppage. A crazy pace from uh, from Casey O'Neill um, in that one there and just looking, looking really, really good. Um, yeah. Pete, I want to talk about the next fight. Julian erosa against Nate Landwehr. Now, a crazy, crazy opening to the fight. A mad exchange. Erosa lands a massive knee and your boy Mark Smith stops the fight. Tell me what you thought about this one and what you thought about the stoppage.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought it was fine. It, it took a little while and a few angles, but I actually thought it was... I thought he was done. Like, he recovered really quickly and like sort of stood, got back up and was like, what the fuck, I wasn't out. And it was like, but... When that knee lands, there, there was one angle, I think, from over Erosa's shoulder, but uh, from behind him, and you see, you see Landweird drop. And then his arms drop by his sides as well. So, like, if he was still defending himself, he'd be, like, his arms, you know, like, natural reaction. Your arms would be up above your head, like, shit, someone's going to rain down shots on me. Yeah. But his arms, his arms dropped by his waist. And, like, you couldn't see his eyes or nothing, but, like, I think it was a good stoppage.
0: Yeah, I think one thing I've noticed and one thing I've kind of learnt being an
1: MMA fan now,
0: um, a bit more than the the casual fan, is that the referee's job, like the referees in football, their job is to like to officiate the game. And I get Mm -hmm. that. I feel like if you ask the referee, in, in a UFC fight, if you ask Mark Smith, Jason, Herg- Jason Herzog, Herb Dean, any of these people, they would like to say, what is your number one role? Like, what is your number one job in there? They, uh, having listened to referees, I think they'd turn around and say, to protect the fighters. Yeah. And when that knee landed, yeah, he went, he was, he was fucked. Like, the knee landed, yeah. he went down. Now, don't, even when he stood up and was complaining, uh, he, he, he wasn't 100% to me. Like, you could uh, see he yeah. looked a bit rock. I so he went...
1: Yeah. He went to grab Mark Smith maybe a little bit as well. When he first started getting up, he was sort of using him to get up, and like it was. And um, yeah, Rosa just like, especially his striking as well, he looks fucking red up. He's so was crisp. Just... So crisp yeah. in the featherweight division there that fight it just looked looked
0: really really good. Now don't get me wrong, we love Nate and like he was, um, like the he, he he was you know the most known fighter coming in, I guess. But no, I, mm. I think it was a good stoppage, um, and I think yeah, Mark Smith, um, it was a, it was a good stoppage. Yeah, really really good to see a there. Um, next fight was Eddie Wineland against John Castaneda, bantamweight. The bantamweight division is just fucking insane at the moment. Um, mm. Eddie throwing more and landing some some big um some big shots. But then John lands a great combo, drops Eddie, and gets a TKO stoppage. This was uh, Jason Herzog. What did you think of this one, Pete?
1: Yeah, that's the. This, this was quite. This I think it's getting tougher to watch Eddie Windland at the moment. It's like he's. I think his chin's gone. It's like get, the amount of shots he landed on this young kid, and then all it took was like a couple of or well, one shot from this kid, and it's like chin's gone again. It's like yeah, it's tough to see him like doing much else not like just because he is a striker and stuff so it's like he's still got that striking but then just to take a couple of shots and it's like all over it's like fucking hell yeah. <laughs> if his only way to win is to not get hit at all in a fight then it's it's going to be pretty tough one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The thing is, he's he's still he's still fairly young, but
0: he's he's just he's a veteran in it, he? so he's just one of those yes. fighters again. He's just been around for so long, he, mm. with that many miles on the clock. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take it out of you. I I don't think he looked like past it though. I don't know. What do you think he's sort of? Nah, not
1: no, not at all, not technique wise, but I mean like just taking shots. Yeah. I just I, rem- I just lately or like, over the past few years, he's had some like really bad ones. I think like. Um. I can't remember Sean O'Malley knocked him out didn't he? quite bad yeah um, and then even before that someone I can't remember it was someone knocked him out like like quite a bad one I can't maybe it was it was like a Korean fighter or someone like that I can't remember but yeah even like it just it, that's all I think now when I see him I'm like how long is it going to take before someone clips him and it's like what's going to happen
0: Yeah, so obviously he lost to John Castaneda his last fight and then um, obviously uh, he got knocked out by Sean O'Malley. Um, Two decisions um, to Alejandro Perez and John Dodson Um, and then he beat um, Takeya Mizugaki and Frankie Sean. So yeah, he has um, he's just been around for so long. Like you say, it's just since WEC and, and that kind of stuff. Like um how many fights has he had 24 40 40 fights so you know what i mean it's gonna be you know it's it's gonna take its toll, i guess after um Mm -hmm. after a while uh but yeah uh john castaneda looked great uh young prospect coming out there so we'll we'll see what happens with with castaneda he he looks really really crisp um and then the main event, I thought Eddie Wineland should have maybe got the the main prelim, but the prelim, uh, featured prelim was Gordon, uh, Jared Gordon against Danny Chavez. Gordon was very very dominant. Uh, Chavez definitely more dangerous when at range, but Gordon was just all over him. It was one of those classic like grapplers against strikers. What did you think of this one?
1: Yeah, it's just plain and simple, and it, it was all. <laughs> I sort of wanted that other guy to do a bit better, like just to make it more of a striking match. Like he was landing some leg kicks and stuff, but yeah, Gordon's just wrestling and. Yeah, just like just pressure as well. I think I think that just paid off. I don't I, I don't remember seeing either before, but I'm sure I've heard, I've heard the name Gordon before, but I'm not. I don't remember seeing him. Uh, I remember seeing seeing Gordon before again. Yeah, and and
0: just being dominant with the grappling. Um, Pete, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the first main card fight, which was Tom Aspinall against um, Andre Arlovsky in the heavyweight division. Mm. Oh, how exciting was this! So Tom Aspinall coming out of uh, the United Kingdom. Known for his striking, but people, you know, forgetting about his grappling. You know, his dad is a, a mad jujitsu trainer. Um, so, you know, Arlovski um, gave him his back, which he shouldn't have done. After he went in for a double leg on him, he sinks in a choke. Um, yeah, talk a little bit about Tom Aspel, <coughs> bruv. What did you think? Yeah, bro.
1: fucking Elvis, no second thought. Oh, your beard here. Is that beard? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, Get a proper Ten oh, percent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was quick, when it? It was like when that happened, really? it was just like I, I didn't. I thought something could happen quickly, or like he like verbally tapped, or something. The way that he jumped on his back, and then just obviously after he's like fuck, like you could just see the disappointment. But yeah, it was quick. How he sunk that in, and I so I think it was good that he showed that as well because. I would have hated to see him like blow himself out in that first like barrage of punches. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, be careful, like, don't go too. and I think he done well. He realised he weren't going to get him out of there at the beginning and just sort of backed off. And but it was good. I, loved- I was glad he went out like that because obviously we was all bigging up Tanabosa before and he come out and didn't put a performance on. And I was like, I just wanted Aspinel to at least go for it. Do you know what I mean? And Definitely. He's, he's got that win now. So and a couple
0: of points was just, first of all, the hand speed, like when he had um, Arlovsky rocked up against the cage and started to let go. You're right. I thought he might, I thought he might have gassed out. So I was thinking, Oh no, mm. no, no. But bruv, his hand speed for a big man, fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but like you say, you just couldn't get him out of there. Um, the tap from Arlovski was really, really interesting. Quick. So, like, you know, yeah. he, he kind of had it, and when he when he when he had it, it was like the hit, the tap was you could you could sense the frustration out of it. Like, it was yeah. just one tap, like fuck, like yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. I mean, he saw, he's got me, he's fucked me, like the one tap. And then as soon as he tapped, and Tom let him go, ref jumped in and stopped it. And then you can hear Arlovski go fuck, like you know, like yeah, yeah. so disappointed, so angry, but he knows he just he, he just
1: got well, caught. Yeah. That's the thing. People know it's like. Obviously, we've had this before with people like mocking each other, saying like, "Oh, they tap early, or they're a, they're a quitter, and all this." And it's like, if you know, if you know you're gonna, you can't get out of it. And it's like that's, and you know, you, I guess only they can feel how much it's sunk in, and they start fucking like, start seeing stars, or they like the tunnel vision or whatever. And it's like, I can't get out of this tap. Do you know what I mean it's just just carry on? Like he's not hurt. Uh, it's like he can still carry on, mm. but yeah i don't don't know it was it was interesting it was good that's i mean it was good to see him do that and now people know that he's not just gonna he's not just a striker he can fucking do it all so like i'm excited to see what he can do
0: me too me too flying the flag for britain there i love that just a little bit on arlovsky bruv um we've spoken a lot about uh you know veterans of the game heavyweights like um you know we we, we mentioned it with over him a little bit we mentioned it more with with JDS um where where do you see Arlovski in his in his current position where do you see him um yeah give me give me your thoughts on Arlovski where where you currently kind of see him fitting in, into into his career and into division
1: i think he's still got like he's I don't think he's chin is suspect like like I was just said about Eddie Wineland. It's not like he just obviously he just took that big barrage against some young up and coming heavyweight. Um Tanabosa, he looked like like obviously he won that fight and it yeah. was against some guy that was knocking everyone out. Um and I think the thing is he's probably smart enough to know that he's got to that age where he set to change his tactics and stuff. So mm. he's not as he's not the wild man that he used to be, whereas obviously we Saw Eddie Weinland come out on the front foot, just striking, 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 like he's got his hands down, chin up. It's just like, maybe not chin up, but um, yeah, I think he's just adapted to what his age is and what he's actual, what he can do in the ring. But like, it'd be interesting. Yeah, that's, that could be an interesting fight actually, him against JDS. JDS, be, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. yeah, they're both, they're both obviously, well, both going to be coming off losses now. So it's like, fucking JDS is still moaning about the back of the head shot man i saw it again the other day i was like oh no he actually like you know when, you know when someone posts up it looks like he's gone through on it and paused it at the exact moment wow. and it's like all, all pixelated and he must have done it on his telly and posted it up and said like look like and then posted some big thing about like the damage that it can do hitting someone to the back of the head it's just like fucking up. I'm, I'm sure he's probably hit someone in the back of the head oh, by mistake or yeah. like do you cool. know what i mean like
0: yeah so, so just let it go and just but it's, it's a bit like um, what monte wilder's doing at the moment they go on these like post fight pussy fits where they're just like mm. uh, you know this and that like you just got to accept it sometimes like do you know yeah. what i mean like you got to do a robbie lawler sometimes where you just stand up and go you know what all right cool yeah, it. yeah like it is what it yeah. is you know what i mean
1: yeah
0: um the the reason why I ask that question is just because my, my my thoughts are you know listen if at at the where he is in his career what what he's done for the game and the miles he's put in if if Arlovsky's fighting I'm fucking I'm tuning in like he, he's, he's yeah. sitting there um you know he, he's like you said a, a barrage of punches from a quick young upper coming heavyweight couldn't get him out of there um no. you know and I, I just think he, he still looks in shape he's still doing the damn thing and I, I respect him so much so yeah um f- all, all props and obviously we want to ra- wax lyrical a little bit about Tom Aspinall but I didn't want to let Arlovsky go without just mentioning him there um Philip Hawes, uh, Pete, against Imamov in the middleweight division there. Uh, Phil Hawes just looking stronger, um, looking just just sharper, stronger. Imamov had him rocked in round three, but obviously Hawes gets mm. the win. Um, Hawes was quite impressive in this one, I thought.
1: Yeah, I thought. I, I don't know. I think he had him, I can't remember properly, but I thought he had him rocked in round two as well. I think, mm. like, because like, Hawes just went through his... He'd he, he done well in the first round. He had that speed advantage and, like... And then all of a sudden, it was almost like, uh, is it Imov Imavov, Imamov, Im- yeah, Imavov, yeah. Like it just, it's almost like he sort of sussed out that he was maybe like not the better striker, but he was getting more success on the feet. Mm. And he sort of smiled. He came out maybe the second or third round, clapping like as if to say, like let's go. And it was almost like a switch in the tides. And it was like obviously, I think, um, who was it? I think it's Henry Hodge in the corner of was like, just use your wrestling. Just get you know we know you can get him down now. Just get him down and and then obviously in the third round he got rocked. And I was like, shit, if that if that guy had a bit more like cardio left in him, he might have been able to finish him, which would have yeah. been a fucking massive win. But yeah, so it's almost shown as from that from that devastating performance that he had last time. It's almost shown that he's like human and he can fucking he can get hurt. So it's
0: yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It was strange the decision was a majority decision. So one one judge actually uh actually had it for Imamov, which was very, very interesting, very, very strange, but hey-ho, it is what it is. Um, we'll come on to uh, judges' uh, decisions in just a moment as well. Um, Alexei Olenek, pay against Chris Dorkus. Now, with Chris Dorcas, um I know he's the, obviously, his brother's in the UFC as well, but he's not a fighter that I remember seeing. Obviously, Olenek is a, a fighter, just, oh, you can't forget how many submission wins he's had. Um, but I don't actually remember seeing Dorkus, but bruv, how fucking impressive did he look, mate? The combination yeah. that he
1: got him out of there with was unbelievable i'm thinking i'm sure i saw him last i think he was on last year um he was maybe i think he was a bit heavier he said he was trying to like get the weight down and stuff but like um yeah know he does he does look good strike yeah because i think he knocked someone out maybe on fight island or at the end of last year but yeah he looked. he looked wicked it's just he said he just had to weather that little bit of storm when nette like got hold of him and it's just like <laughs> he's fucking cra- he cracks me up he's just like you could tell what he's doing. He comes at him like a fucking zomp, like a mummy. He's just like I need, <laughs> I need, to, I need to grab, <laughs> I need to grab hold of you and get you down. It's like yeah, yeah we can all see that coming. Yeah. Taking shots as he's doing it. It's just, but um, yeah, no, it's a good win for him. And all, that's that's what's interesting because he was saying he wants like a top opponent, but yeah. you got Tom Aspinall saying I'll fight the winner of Dorcas and Olynyk, like coming up. So it's hopefully the UFC can step in there and make that because that be a fucking that'd be a good fight.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Really, really impressive. With Olenek, again, uh, there was complaints about this one um, online, Pete, with Herb Dean uh, for the stoppage in this one. Do you think he could have stopped it a little bit sooner? What did you think of this one?
1: No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I thought it was all right. Yeah, no, again, no, yeah, I, I, I think... thought it was all right. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, didn't, I didn't look at it. and go, oh shit, stop the fires. He was just yeah. taking shots, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. the thing fucking... is as well. I I feel like the the way Mark Smith was talking about it, like people know what, like the the ref should know what kind of fighter they're in there with, right? So mm. l- l- let's say for example, like we've we've seen it on a net come come because he's got such a good chin, like it was. It was in it, with him getting him out of there a bit the way he got him out of there, you especially with a fighter like Nick because his chin's so good and he's had so many fights and he's such a veteran, the worst thing yeah. you want to do is stop that fight early. That's the worst thing you want to yeah. do. Like you don't want to do that. It's, but you've got like a really, really experienced fighter in Olenek. You've got Chris Dawkins who's like on the way up. So you, the last thing you want to do is stop it early. So for people to be complaining, oh, could have stopped it earlier. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but you have to give the fighter every chance, I think. Do you know what I mean? Especially yeah. a fighter like Olenek.
1: Yeah, and he's, that's what I mean. I think refs, we don't really, we're not in there. We don't, you don't feel it. You're not looking right into their eyes, and it's like, obviously they're talking to them as well, like fight back, fight back. Yeah. If, sometimes there might be a little response that we don't even, we don't even notice and they do, or if there's no response, it's like, oh fuck it, let's just this guy's getting smashed. But um, yeah, I thought it was fine. Mm, no, definitely <laughs> he's t- no. I, I he's a it. fucking tough old boy. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> Last
0: thing you want to do is get uh, even more talking points, just stopping it early. Um, so, Pete, we've got Charles Rosa next against Derek Minna. Really, really entertaining fight if you're into ground and grappling. The transitions was just beautiful. The way Minna was transitioning, um, keeping Rosa, rolling with him, staying on his back, like, it was just so, so fun to watch. Um, Rose, the thing is, th- this fight was just basically Mina controlling, Mina controlling, Mina controlling, and then Rosa trying trying an armbar, trying a triangle, yeah, yeah. trying something, but then Mina just controlling it. I-, I thought this was really
1: entertaining. What did you think of this one? Yeah, it was really close. It was close at some points when it, yeah. like, um, obviously they were saying as well, where, like, how sweaty they are and stuff, and it's hard, it's hard, it's going to be harder as it goes on for him to get anything. But he was still trying. It was just like, it was a couple of, I think he kept going for the arm. Like, yeah. he, you had his coach kept shouting out. Was watch the arm. Crouse, I think, yeah. He's like, watch that arm, watch that. And he just popped out every time. So it was, yeah, it was a shame for the other guy that he couldn't actually get on, get hold of anything. But yeah, I mean, it looked really good.
0: Really, really good. Uh, James Kraus getting a bit of a um, coming up. Obviously, great fighter, but coming up on the rise with with, with the fighters that he's coaching, um, getting yeah. a lot of success at the moment. Maybe one for the for the future to be kind of held up in in really high regard. But everything mm. in, in, he was saying in the corner was was great, especially to Minna. And yeah, like really good, really good trainer. We've seen him a couple of times training some other fighters. He looks like we he, he obviously knows what he's talking about. eh? yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, he's, yeah. Um, I don't know what. Is he still fighting? I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah, I've not yeah.
0: heard he, uh, He's still an active, he's still uh, well, active. in the roster.
1: Yeah, I know he's fight. Like, yeah, I just haven't heard nothing of him. Like because I know there was that shit with Buckley, wasn't it? They was going to get. He was meant to fight Buckley, but yeah, um, fuck that. Stick to coaching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it? Fuck it, fucking... it. I get in there. Why get in there, <laughs> mate? Why get in there? Um. Pete, I wanted to get
0: your thoughts on the 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 the, the co-main event of Jana Kunitskaya against Kathleen Vieira in the women's bantamweight division. Um, Jana Kunitskaya got the win here. Um, it was a unanimous decision win as well. So um, in order to get a unanimous decision win, you'd expect a fighter to be in control. Did you think yeah. she was? And, and what did you think of this fight?
1: Yeah, I thought oh, this was interesting as well. Because as soon as that happened, I was like, yeah, they've made the right decision because okay, the other girl just weren't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean for the whole fight I don't remember her, well not doing much anyway in, in terms of yeah she might have been in a certain position but I think they've even said like the rules have changed now so it's like even if you get to like a position on top that's just the position change it doesn't mean it's you're on top now so you're winning 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 it's like you need to do something with it and throughout the whole fight I thought um, fuck what's the name Tuniskaya uh, that's the one yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she um was yeah just everywhere everywhere she was she was throwing and then when they showed the strikes as well like the numbers landed and stuff it was like it was 160 sank to like 10 or some shit like that like it was like really it was, mad yeah yeah it was crazy so I was just like she was putting all the work in um she looked the more aggressive where from wherever she was and just yeah i don't know i thought it was i thought it was the right decision
0: yeah um just looking at it from, a, like a, like you said, maybe an inexperience, with Vieira, she was on top for, for most of the fight. But she's mm. just holding. Yeah, like you said, she's just holding, yeah. not doing much. And Kuniskaya was the busier of the fighters. And uh, obviously, like you say, with the strikes, did did more damage. So this was... Yeah. The, the commentator said... Busted oh, her as well, wasn't it? Right at the end. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, weird. Ended up on top and just fucking smashing her. And it... it but, but it's like even though you say that her on top controlling she weren't even controlling her enough to stop getting hit Do you know what i mean if you're if you're like glued to someone they can't really hit you anyway they might be little little taps and stuff but there must have been that much space that there was she could land elbows and punches and stuff still so it wasn't even as if she was like smothering her it was just she was just on top yeah not <laughs> getting doing, hit but, yeah absolutely but, yeah
0: absolutely um so yeah looking really really good for kuna sky there so um that's tiago santos misses it yeah they they said that before like she's engaged she's engaged to um to light heavyweight demolisher so i had to look that up yeah she's with she's with tiago santos the hammer um right pete now i wanted to talk obviously about about curtis blades against Derek lewis Bit of a slow start from Lewis. And he said it after the fight that he just couldn't get going in there. Curtis was landing the better shots and definitely won round one, uh, round one. Then Peter Curtis went in for a shot and Jesus Christ, an unbelievable uppercut from Derek Lewis absolutely puts blades out before he hits the ground lands, two more to his unconscious body uh, just to uh, kind of, you know, bring it home. Unbelievable power. And, um, I'm going to share my thoughts on uh, Derek Lewis in just a moment as well. I wanted to get your thoughts first of all on the fight, and then obviously on on the performance from from both these fighters.
1: Yes, yeah, so but I think he described it just as it was really. weren't he didn't really seem, I think he was waiting for blades to like rush in, and just sort of that's all he was looking for. Like the whole fight, he said either the uppercut or the knee. But um, I guess that's all you can do against someone like that. So it's. Uh, I thought Lewis, like, you know I mean, if Lewis does get that takedown, it could have been totally different. But it's just like that doesn't really happen a lot, does it? Like, well, we've seen it twice lately, and with uh, Frankie Edgar and obviously Curtis Blaze now, like the risk of like just diving in for a takedown or like changing levels, especially against someone like someone as dangerous as him. So it's like. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was fucking. I was, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I knew he was. You know he's out the way that he just flops backwards. But he, so, sometimes you do look at people and you can tell they're out. I guess, and it's like I don't need to hit this person anymore. But we've seen people wake up from punches before. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, and then like I don't know. You always look back to like check Congo and Pat Barry and stuff, and it's like yeah. you need to keep hitting that hitting that person until you're out. Otherwise, you like it gets switched around, and you could be the one unconscious. So it's like it was funny. I, to be honest, it was, it was funny because I didn't like the I didn't like the fucking DX thing that he'd done. Hey, because um, it was just like you're looking at someone unconscious. I don't know what was said between them if they got bad blood or whatever. I but didn't think there was any
0: bad blood, but who knows? I think
1: I think there was was some shit said, like maybe from Curtis Blades camp, but like, and then I think they said something to him as if to say, like, "Oh, hey, come on, like, there's no need for that." And then he was like, did you hear him? He was like, no, nah, that's Hope Dean fault. <laughs> 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 it's like he should have he should have jumped in there and fucking stopped it sooner. But yeah. But I guess that's just the fighter. And he says he can't switch it off. He's like, I guess you've just knocked well, you've you've just knocked someone out. Maybe you do know it, maybe you don't, but you've I guess he's just got that he's seen red, seen a body go down. When he could have just been taken down by a fucking wicked wrestler and it's like I've got my opportunity here, like smack smack. Yeah. Just done. it's and then he can switch it off. So it's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, I don't think.
0: The thing is, this it's different, it's different from um the Mars Vidal Askrin situation, for example. So Mars Vidal runs in with a fucking flying knee. He knows Askrin's out and he lands those two because he literally doesn't like him. This one was more like, right, I'm, tra- you know, he's, he's chucked him down. He's flopped him down. He could be just down, not out, but he could be just down. So I'm just going to jump on, you know, maybe you could have stopped and done a Mark Hunt walk-off KO. But the reason why Mark Hunt is so famous for the walk-off KO is because not a lot of people do walk-off KOs. So
1: no,
0: just, you you got to keep fighting until the end. Like, yeah, here's yeah. what it is. He just keeps fighting to the end. Now, with Curtis Blades, um, you know, Really impressed me with his stand-up skills. So you know, and it was just one of those things where Derek saw it come in, and Curtis Blades is, is a bit one-dimensional like that. But he did impress me with, with his stand-up. In regards to Derek Lewis, I, I said before, um, before he had his last fight, I said that with Lewis, because he wasn't taking it, he wasn't taking his health too seriously, he wasn't taking his nutrition very seriously, and he wasn't taking his training as seriously as he could. And then he's stepping it up and up and up. And in this fight, he said that oh, I just couldn't get going. So he's got the most knockouts in UFC heavyweight history. He couldn't get going in this fight and still devastated (laughs) him. Derek Lewis, to me, Pete, is the most dangerous heavyweight currently active in the roster. Dangerous, more dangerous than Steep. More obviously, I know John Jones isn't technically a heavyweight yet. So, but. More dangerous than Nganu for me because of, because of his wrestling. More dangerous than Stipe. the fucking guy is a beast to me. He's a he's he will have the belt one day because he he couldn't get going, Pete, he, and he fucking flopped him. It was ridiculous, man. It's crazy.
1: Like it's, he, he's, yeah, no, it's he's my he's definitely heavyweight. Really is, is he? Oh no, see, I was, they're saying uh, the only reason I think I like Ungarnu more is just because he's more wild, like. I'm not. I'm not saying Derek Lewis ain't a wild man, but like, do you know what I mean? We've seen, like, JDS knocked him out. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm. like, then JDS like that was when he's like past his best and stuff. So it's maybe you just weren't in it that night, either But like, I don't know. Like that. that to be honest, I would. I bet the UFC would shit themselves if they wanted to make that fight again. Because they'd be like, "Oh, that, is that going to be the same fucking was what happened last time?" I don't think it can't. It possibly, it can't be. It definitely like, just, wouldn't be. It definitely it, it be. just it's just impossible. But it's it's interesting what you say. Like, what that's what I think DC said it. Any he? like he's come out and said maybe that's why they were so gun shy against each other because they know what the other person can do. Where it's like. I think I think Ngannou knew against Rosenstrike, even though Rosenstrike's a wicked striker, Angarnu was just like, fuck this, I've got the more power. I can just I don't even need to look what I'm doing. It's just I'll just swing for the fences and obviously he caught him, but would he do that again like, against Derek Lewis? Like probably not. Like or who well, it's just whoever lands first, I guess. It's just
0: Yeah. It, 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 that's what it,
1: makes it exciting, I guess.
0: Exactly. I think for the first fight, Lewis was injured, he had a back injury. And then Ngannou mm. was saying on Joe Rogan himself, like after the Stipe fight, he was still reeling from it. It feels like he wasn't even there. Um yeah. so you know, and, and I think that that fight could could have kind of gone either way. It's a bit of a, a bit of an anomaly that one. But like, I don't know, man. I just feel like look, if you can do that, if you can put these performances in when you 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 say yourself you, you haven't even been able to like get going, oh mm. it's just fucking it's fucking insane. So yeah, listen. What do you, what do you think next for him then? So with Derek Lewis, I, I think title shot, man. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like it, obviously it's going to be Steepay and Garnou, Um, and then I think the winner of that one's getting jo- John Jones. Is that right?
1: Oh really? Oh, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they did say he's probably going to get the first title shot. Yeah.
0: And then I think I think after that it, it goes to Lewis because obviously they they were ranked three and four, I believe, just now, and Lewis just
1: put him to sleep. What about a- fucking? What about big man Volkov, new and improved Volkov? But then again, Lewis fucked him up, though. So yeah, but only only at the end he was he was losing. He would True. have lost that fight, but and and Volkov just looks like a different animal now. But it's interesting. It? it is interesting. I don't think to, old Tom Espino ain't ready yet. No, 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 not yet. Not yet. <laughs> stay, stay down, stay down. The yeah, fucking fight fight Olenek, Something like that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see
0: what happens there. Um, Curtis Blades, Pete. Um, Future for Curtis, uh but a bit one dimensional, um, but still I, I thought his striking looked impressive. Like just a couple of th- yeah. your
1: thoughts on on Curtis. Oh, he can yeah, he can knock he could still knock people out. So, I mean it's just mm. like um I guess for him now it's just yeah, I guess does he get uh, maybe that's just like a freak accident. Do you know what I mean? I think he's only he's only lost once before that in UFC against uh Angano, wasn't it? I think. He lost to Munganu, yeah. Yeah, so it's do you know what I mean? Maybe it's just that one of them punches like nine times out of ten maybe he gets the takedown on other people or fucking ten times out of ten. Do you know what I mean? It's like, He's only yeah, lost. Tonight. He's
0: only lost twice before that, and they've they've both been to to Ungarnu. So, um, two losses to Ungarnu, and then one to to obviously Lewis now. So his record's right. pretty, pretty impressive. Like he's beat Volkov, he beat Dos Santos, um, beat Dustin Willis, beat Abdurakimov, beat Overeem, beat Mark Hunt, beat Ulenik. Like he's put in the work. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. mate, yeah. just he's you know you need to you need to be a bit more. Um, a, a, a bit more kind of diverse with, with the striking. Um, yeah. Let's very quickly just talk about the fight that's coming up this weekend. Um, prelim wise. Um, let's have a look. So uh, Dustin Jacoby against Maxim Grisham, Vince Cachero against Ronnie Lawrence, William Knight against Alfonso Menefield, Alexis Davis against Sabina Mazzo, um, Alex Oliveira. Um, yes. against, uh, yeah. Against Ramazan. Um, and uh, Alexander Hernandez. Oh, Alexander the Great yeah, fighting
1: as well. Yeah, yeah. That's who's he fighting? That's... Tiago Moises. Yeah, who did he just? He had a wicked performance, didn't he? Like a little while ago. I think that was on who, fight, who Alex? Know, no, Moises. I remember his name. He looked fucking really good. Um, uh, he beat Bobby Green. That was it. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And he
0: beat Michael Johnson before that as well. So he's fucking you know, mm.
1: yeah, he's good. That'd be that'd be a really good fight.
0: That'd be really, really good. I'm picking that for uh, one of the fights of the night, I think. And then obviously it'd be good to see um, Oliveira in there as well. Uh, main yeah. card, uh, Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres fighting Kevin Croom. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, Angela Hill against Ashley Yoda. Good to see Angela Hill getting straight back in there again. Pedro M- uh, Munoz fighting Pete yes, against uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Rivera.
1: And Wade. that's, that's going to be good. I think, think they fought before once. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen it, but I think this is a second fight maybe. Let's have a
0: look. Uh, Munoz is obviously the one who put Cody away, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy Rivera looks fucking good at the moment as well. So that'd be be a good fight. Uh,
0: So, yeah, they have fought before back in 2015. And Jimmy Rivera uh, won that fight, actually. Uh, But... A lot can change in six years. So, you know, we'll see yeah. what happens there. It's really, really exciting to see that. Um, Montana De La Rosa against Maribyrna Silva. And then uh, we've got Nikita Krilov um, against Magomed Ankalev. That'll be fun. Yes. And then, Pete, the main event, the two heavyweight hitters, Rosenstreich against Cyril Garn. Now, just to get the UFC rankings up in the heavyweight division, this is um, seven against fourth. Um, what, what do you think about this fight?
1: I feel I'm really interested about that Cyril Gun now. Like, not I know JDS wasn't like the best test for him, but like he looks he looks like he's got everything. Do you know what I mean? He look, he's fucking massive. He's just his kickboxing as well. It's, this is this is what's interesting. I think they're both, obviously they're both kickboxers. Yeah. Like maybe same sort of styles. So it's just gonna be interesting. I've, um yeah, just this should be this should be a fun fight. And obviously, this is so this is Russian Strike's first fight since the knockout. Um I think it is since um Garno, since Garno, yeah, Garno, right no. so that's gonna be that's that might play a factor, I think. Obviously Gone's just coming off beating a fucking legend and
0: oh no, sorry, sorry. So Rosen Strikes last fight actually you beat JDS. Apologies.
1: Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, I did see I remember seeing that highlight the other day and you yeah, that was at the apex, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they both <laughs> they're both coming off the same win. Yeah, both coming <laughs> off a win against JDS. Fucking JDS have been J- watching yeah.
0: that thinking, fuck me. <laughs>
1: I know, isn't it? (laughs) Fucking hell! Give me (laughs) Molly, (laughs) Nick.
0: Ah, interesting. Um, obviously, Pete. Um, I think after this card, the following card is this insane free title fight card, right?
1: Definitely staying up. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Uh, I agree. I think we need to watch that one. So the next episode when we link up again will be really exciting. We'll obviously talk about probably a knockout um, in the main event. Um, some great fights coming up there and then we'll obviously catch up. Um, one last kind of, uh, I suppose, wicked whisper from me. Just one thing I wanted to mention to you to see if you saw it was Benil Dariush, who's who's really, really turning in like, into one of my fucking favorite fighters, um, especially in that stacked division. He's just mm-hmm. coming out and I, he was just pissed off. Like He's just basically, and I wanted to clarify it with you as well to get your thoughts on it very quickly, He's just coming out and talking about how stri- fighters should not be turning down fights. Like if you get offered a fight, you you and yeah. you, it's, it makes sense for you, I guess, or it's a fight. Like he's like, why aren't the best fighters just fighting the best fighters? Now don't get me wrong. UFC and MMA in general is a lot better than boxing because boxing, mm. the best fighters for some reason, just don't fucking fight each other. It's frustrating. And I think MMA does it a little bit better, especially with the ranking system. But he's yeah. just coming out and saying, "Look, I don't give a fuck about business. I don't give a fuck about making money. Um, why is it that people are turning down fights? Where where do you sit on that? Like, uh, do you f- see it from the fighter's fighter's point of view, where it's like, no, 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 why am I taking that fight um, just because he's above me and this doesn't make sense to me financially? Or are you f- just from a fan and you think I just want to see the best like fucking fights? Where do you stand on it?
1: Did he um did he ever
0: did he say he was picking on or not? I think it was in relation to people turning down Chandler.
1: Oh right, okay. Um, yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. And if if it, I mean if if it's true, and you have got Chandler coming over and people saying, oh, are people in Bellator ain't as good as UFC fighters," and then he's come over and done that, and now maybe a number of top UFC fighters don't want to fight him. Yeah, it exactly. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe it is the dusting thing. Maybe because obviously he said he hasn't earned it yet when it's mm. that's just doesn't make sense to me it's like that's that's like that's like Barcelona coming over and becoming an English club and people going ah oh, bullshit then they don't start them off in League One they don't deserve to be in the Premier League <laughs> that so, is exactly <laughs> what it's like literally and it? it's like everyone knows how good Michael Chandler is like <laughs> if they're MMA fans they must see what he's done with Eddie Alvarez and Benson Henderson and stuff like that um and just to say, it's weird because it's, I don't like it when they do do that because it's not, I don't like the fact when, obviously the UFC is the best best organisation. It probably always will be. But like, to say like, oh, your fighters over there ain't as good as our fighters, it's it's, it's, get, it's getting into the realms of like fucking SmackDown and Raw, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, oh, our, our roster's better than your roster. Than it's yours. like, well, <laughs> Michael Jarner don't think so. And it's like. I don't know. I, don't, I, I sort of understand what he's saying. If I was someone, and also you can look at look at Kevin Holland. Obviously, I'm just listening to him now, and it's like just the confidence in him. And he's like, "They want me to fight someone. I'll fight someone." Do you know what I mean, mm. like they, obviously, the Dan, Dana White ringing him up saying, "Do you want to fight Thiago Santos at middleweight?" And he's just like, "Yeah, okay, fuck it." And yeah. obviously, that catapulted him there, even though he lost and got like controlled on the floor and like beat up a little bit. It's like everyone was talking about him saying even Dana afterwards was like the one who impressed me the most was Kevin Holland because he's coming against a monster and took his chance. And now obviously he's moved up and up, like propelled himself to the top and now he's fighting like Derek Brunson in the main event. So it's like, yeah, I don't understand if, if fighters get called up and said like, we want to set up you against this guy and you go, uh, let me just talk to my team and get back to you. It's a yeah. bit like, do you really want? Do you really want it? Like, I, d- I don't know. I swear, like other people. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. Was this
0: fight against uh, Thiago Santos? Was th- was that middleweight or light like, heavyweight?
1: No, yeah, Santos used to be a middleweight. Fuck yeah! hell. yeah. So I mean, you, don't, you obviously don't look as big like they looked. Kevin Olin still looks a bit skinny, but like they weren't. It didn't look like stupid, but. Um, but then, do you know what I mean, That's, but I, I do like the UFC sometimes with how honest they are. Like sometimes Dana will come out and go, nah <laughs> I asked this guy, did he want to fight?" And he said, "No." And he said, you know "No." Yeah. I mean? <laughs> A lot. Uh, most of the times, I believe what what Dana says because I don't think like why would he lie? Um. But yeah, there's been loads of reports of that. It's like, oh, we we asked this guy and he said no. Like he said, I don't want to fight that guy yet or something like that. So we asked this guy and he came in and took his opportunity and it's like. It's weird with that lightweight division at the moment, This, even though it's, I guess obviously you still got Khabib, and it, I don't know why they don't just say the belt's up in the air, and these two are fighting for it, I don't know what yeah. they're planning, weird, they, they must they must have a plan, they must have something set up, but like, maybe they'll announce it soon, something for the summer title fight, but yeah, I don't know.
0: I think Dana's just so reluctant to let Khabib go, but Khabib's gone. Like I-, I saw Dana come out with his little announcement about Khabib and he was saying, oh, Khabib said, let's see what happens. And I listened to Khabib talking in Russian to a Russian channel and Khabib said that he said he told Dana to respect his decision. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just all, it's all a bit up in the air at the moment. But no, I just thought it was really interesting what Benil was saying. And I, coming from someone like Dariush, I can't see Benil turning down a fight like do you know what i mean no. i just feel like he'd be like yeah fuck yeah I'm a, I, that's what i want to do so i thought i'd just get your thoughts on it for me personally i i agree with him i just feel like you know if you if you're offered a fight and it makes sense like we've spoken before what we think about the ufc giving bonuses out and dana's turned around and said the ufc is an opportunity it's not a career uh, and we we kind mm-hmm. of agreed with him didn't we where we thought like look the, you if you're fighting in the ufc the ufc don't kind of owe you anything so if they're offering you fights i I, yeah. I think I think you should take him, but then again, it's easier for me to say that. Never been in a fucking grappling match in my life, so you know it's an uh, interesting
1: a point <laughs> from in there. Did you have any other wicked whispers gossip, Pete? Um, no, I did something I was, I'm sure something's just been announced, but I couldn't fucking couldn't remember what it was.
0: <laughs> you did this last time. You, you we finished an episode
1: and then you sent me a picture. No, it's li- <laughs> we well, usually I, usually I screenshot them and I'm like, oh yeah, like that fight's happening next door, but. Oh no, that's oh this is this is very interesting. Um okay. See if you agree on this one. So you've probably seen it. Maybe uh, Max Holloway's come out and said why is Khabib at the top of the pound for pound? Yep. Yeah. What do, what's your thoughts on that? I yeah, think it's so... Fucking one hundred percent. Of course you do. Of course you fucking do. Because Connor would be up there then, wouldn't he? Mate, if he be, if he comes and fights Usman and beats him, then then he's pound for pound best. No, I,
0: I, I think I slightly disagree only because, oh man, it's so difficult. It's so difficult. It, it's like the pound for pound rankings to me is about dominance. That's what it's about for me. So it's about Khabib was so dominant in the lightweight division that you have to rank him so high because what other fighter in what other division, apart from maybe Jones and um, um and maybe Stipe, but who else is as dominant in their division as him? So th- that's what it's about. Like the pound per pound thing for me isn't about like because it, you can't compare Demetrius Johnson to Stipe. Like you just can't do that. So it's like no, it's it, it I do is-
1: like I do like the idea of testing it of like doing like going up and being like, you know what, I'll go, I'll go fight the bigger guys, or to be honest, Kabib's <laughs> Kabib's probably like welterweight anyway. The amount of yeah, shit he's weird, put yeah. his body the amount of shit he's put his body through and he always struggles to make 155. And it's like, I just saw a photo of him come up this week and apparently he's 191 or something, Fuck like it. walking around. And it's like, it's weird. It's like, it's obviously like Tiago Santos, like look at him as a, as a light heavyweight. You couldn't even probably imagine him or
0: yeah, man. being a
1: middleweight. That's what, when I first found out he fought a middleweight, I was like, well, I don't even fucking remember this. And it's like, so that's what I mean. But maybe I reckon if, if John Jones lifts the heavyweight if he gets his hands on the heavyweight title then he's he's got to go down as pound for pound best but like i don't i don't know i I do understand what you say obviously he's even max Holloway was like yeah in lightweight there's no one no one better and then probably no one like will ever match that sort of dominance and record but i would have liked to have seen him dabble a little i would i'd love to see him against usman that'd be if he's walking around at 190 now yeah. And Usman, Usman weighed in at 170. That's a fucking 20-pound difference. So he's yeah. not he's he's not a, he's not a small guy. It's it's like, that would be such a stylistically like interesting fight as well. That's the yeah. one they should be making. Dana should be like, all right, if you don't want lightweight belt, give it up. And then in the future, if you want to come back, fight welterweight, or if you don't want to cut the weight again, then Usman's waiting for you. So, interesting.
0: Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I did see Holloway mention that, and but Holloway's only done it fucking once, isn't he? He's only he's only done it once. He went up to lightweight and and lost to Dustin. So what? You, what
1: did he not have the belt? No,
0: did he have interim or something? No, no, no. So he 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 fought Dustin. I'll just check. Um, obviously, I don't want to test my knowledge. As far as I'm aware. He was he was going to fight Khabib, but they told him to stop. Oh, him.
1: see that maybe I think that's maybe what he's on about because he put himself through that all that shit. He answered the call and was like, "Yeah, I'll fight him at lightweight." So,
0: no, yeah. As far as I remember, he, he 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 went to he went yeah he went up for the UFC light for the interim UFC lightweight championship against Dustin and lost the decision. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that
1: was it. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and then, and then I f- yeah, I forgot about that because there was. Didn't the doctors stop him from trying to cut weight? Yeah, exactly. One?
0: That's exactly what. Yeah.
1: Happened. yeah, That's exactly what happened. So
0: you know, the only Pete, the only real—if you're going to go by that, if you're going to go by what Max Holloway says—that the you have to go in all these different divisions and all these different—you have to do it in the different divisions. There's only one fighter really that you can consider pound for pound greatest: Amanda Nunes. No. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Amanda Nunes, free free division champ. They're like there's no one else, really, is there? Do you know what I mean? Free? Is she free? Yeah, free division champ, bruv. What, what's what she got? She was she only um, got two, you know. No, no, no. I think ain't she got three. Hang on a minute. Let me see. So uh UFC champs. Um She didn't have the flyweight one, no way. Oh no, actually, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, let's have a look. Hang on a minute. So we've got oh. Just checking the site there. So currently Amanda is Bantamweight and um I think I Feather? swear she's featherweight and bantamweight champ currently.
1: Yeah. And oh uh, that's just that's just jogged my memory. Uh Valentina against Andrade. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, would be good.
0: That'd be a really, really good fight. And then the, the one you sent me was Leon Edwards against Bilal Mohammed, Pete. What do you think of that one?
1: Oh yeah, see that's enough yeah, it's good. Like he's, it's good because we was just talking about him and how good he looked, and it's like he gets the call straight in there, fucking. I, I
0: think Leon fucks him up personally.
1: He, it'd be interesting. I know he's had a long layoff, but um, and obviously Bilal was like fresh. He's had a couple of good fights, so it's that'd be interesting as well. See who's like firing on all cylinders. But yeah, I hope Leon Edwards does it. I I like to see him fucking get back in there, like. Okay.
0: The same. And just so you can sleep tonight, Peter, Conor McGregor is obviously, you know, he'd, he'd be up there with the pound for pound greats if if <sighs> if, if, if Max Holloway's theory is correct. You know, I, 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 fucking, I,
1: fucking, I fucking, I shit myself earlier, yeah? I tried to, my mate Ryan posted up a photo who was like pulling funny faces. And I was like, fucking hell, do not Ryan look like Justin Gaethje? And I went online to try and just find a picture of what the same sort of face he was pulling. And I clicked on this photo and it was like, Um, breaking news talks between Conor McGregor and Gaethje like for the summer and I'm thinking oh fucking clicked on it it's fucking (laughs) it's like 2020 (laughs) I was like oh no no. (laughs) i got so excited that's a terrible fight for Conor anyway
0: anyway Peter let's uh, (laughs) let's Let's reconvene again after the big heavyweights go out this weekend um, and then we'll catch up and then we'll spend, I'm sure, a lot of time previewing uh, the big card that's coming up on the weekend, mate. Um, mate. Yeah, boom, we'll catch up again. See you later. Okay, take care, man. See you later, mate.